0: That was Sean P singing, praising, worshipping with us. The song's name is Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life as we know it. Welcome to it. If you just tuned in, you came at the right time. You missed some, but not all of it. And you now have the opportunity to hang out with our guest for the day. Her name is Vivian Cynthia. She is a published author, a powerful woman of God. Uh, She is a motivator. The little bit of time that I followed her on social media, I've noticed that she is a motivator. She is an inspirer and today we get to know her a bit better. Good day and welcome to Elevated, Vivian.
1: Thank you very much for having me. This is a great honor. I'm so humbled to be
0: here. We are blessed to get to know you. And I know that uh, the highlight of the interview is going to be your incredible book, Remember Me, Never Forgotten, Never Written Mm. Off. But before we get there, we'd like to know the lady behind the pen of this book. Tell our listeners a little bit about Vivian Cynthia.
1: Oh, you know this uh, woman, Vivian Cynthia, what is more important is that I love God. Mm. I'm a born-again Christian There was a time when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and my life was never the same again. And sometimes when we accept Christ, especially when we accept Christ at an early age, Mm -hmm. you think that your life is just going to be smooth all the way. But God did not promise us that. He promised us that there will be challenges. So when I accepted Christ, I was still very young. And then I just was on fire for God. I went to university, came back, got married. And then things didn't go well in my life especially in my marriage a lot of people know the way i speak i speak about this mm-hmm. unashamedly because mm-hmm. i know that the things that we go through it is all in the plan of god nothing is is, is just out of control where god is concerned mm-hmm. and i know that god works everything in our lives together for our good so the things that i've gone through that i'm still going through i'm not ashamed of those things because i know that god is in the midst of those things mm. and sometimes it allows us to go through those things so that people might learn from what we have gone through so that people can see um, his power through mm. our lives so that uh, us ourselves can be stronger because sometimes if we haven't gone through what we have gone through we would not have wouldn't be a better people than we are today yes. would still be those people like for us to grow sometimes we need to go through things so i've got a daughter a very beautiful daughter who also loves the Lord a lot. Mm. And um, I work in the Department of Transport. A lot of people don't even know that. It's the first time that I'm revealing that. (laughs) I'm there. Uh, But um, what is important is the work that I do for the Lord. I think that's my purpose. I'm passionate about women. I'm passionate about speaking. I'm passionate about writing because this is my third book that I've just Uh, released uh, Remember Me Mm -hmm. and I've been speaking to a lot of seminars that uh, um, invited me, a lot of events and I've been also uh, a guest in various TV programs
0: Mm. Now you said Mm -hmm. something very profound in the beginning there you said that sometimes when we give our life to Christ, especially at an early age, we're expecting that everything will go smooth you know, they Mm -hmm. preach that gospel these days that says there will be no troubles, just get in the mm. boat with Jesus, and everything mm. will be fine. Tell me some mm. of the challenges that you had to face. You speak about it openly in your book, and also when you go and address crowds as a speaker. What are some of those challenges that you faced?
1: You know, some of the challenges. The first one that I think it was a major one. It's when you I I, I faced a delay in my life. I passed my um, matric with like flying colours. And then I I, I I I found myself the following year after metric having to have a, a gap year, Not because I planned it, but because there were challenges. I did not get I wanted to do medicine. I did not get anywhere. I, I applied and also the financials and whatever. For me, it was a huge setback because sometimes when things don't happen the way that you have planned, you think, ah, that means God is not in it. Mm-hmm. You, you, like, you, you, if if that happens and you don't trust God enough, your life can take another way. But I thank God that throughout that year I grew a lot. That's that's one. And also another setback hey, is the one of the divorce. Yo, mm-hmm. it was such a like you know I. I love love because I was a girly girl all along. I love love. (laughs) I believe in marriage that it is instituted by God. Mm. I've been like preaching that gospel. I don't believe in divorce. Mm. But I found myself because in marriage, it it takes two to tango. It's not only one. person. Mm. And the Bible says it clearly that you cannot be unequally yoked. So it was very hard. I tried until there was no other way. Then the divorce happened. So it was such a, a blow in my life. I, I I felt that my life was over because I believed in marriage. I believed that it's instituted by God. But, you know, that was where my ministry started because mm. God told me that you can bounce back even from this. Yes. And I didn't know how to raise people because they know that I'm a Christian. So what what it was a very big thing then. Mm. And it, it hit me. I almost hit him. Um, a depression it was the lowest of my of the lowest in my life but in that time that's where god that's where i started after that i started writing books i started speaking too much i you know and my life was full again god mm. was just teaching me that sometimes you you think your life will be full because there are certain people in your life but it's not full because of that it's full because you've got god Mm. it got to us remember when people are still in love it's not a wrong thing i'm i I'm, I'm still i still i still believe in love i still believe in marriage yes. i i love people like ever but we we have a tendency especially as women when you are in love when maybe you are married and whatever still happy you will even say a so and so that man or whoever full, f- fulfills me or completes me mm-hmm. that is not correct because mm. it's only god who can fulfill you. It's only God who can satisfy every need that you have. That person is only human. He can only do whatever that he can do up to a certain point. So I think there was a wake-up call to me to say, I need to, like the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter to say, you should not rely, we should not trust, we should only rely oh on gosh. God, not our own understanding. I had my life all planned out like a script, but mm. it is not going to do mm. God has made another way. And it has just taught me that the detours that we have in life, they are not there to derail us, but it, they are there to teach us something and to take us to another. Life. That was the second one. And then the other one mm, that I went through, I lost um, a friend that I was very close to but was a sudden death. I almost uh, hit depression there. Mm. But even there, God was teaching me so that I can be able to speak to people who have lost, not only a, a loved one, but who has lost maybe a job, who has lost a child, then mm. who has lost a dream, to say, God can revive this dream again. You can smile. That's my first book that says, You can smile again. Mm. You can bounce back. And then I believed in bouncing back. And then the all the other things are history. The other hurdles are, there's just money <laughs> and I like David, you know, I can say, The same God who was with me there in the wilderness when I teared the lion. Who is this Goliath? So now I think those Smolanyana victories that God gives us along the way, it builds up to the giants yes.
0: that are going to lead us to our throne one yes. day. You know, I think it's so significant that you spoke of the forced gap year that you had to take, for instance, because mm-hmm. um, I think it was early in the week or last week we heard the The government announcing that uh, NSFAS now doesn't have any money to fund the Mm -hmm. first-year students. We know that the matriculants of 2020 went through a very difficult year to begin with. What do you Mm -hmm. have to say to uh, a first-year student or someone who perhaps planned to study this year? And now there's no funding or there's no access to the institutions. And maybe that young um, boy or young man or woman is feeling like, you know what? This means there is no God or this means there's no future. What would you say to them?
1: You know, what I would say to that young person is that what seems like it's the end, it's not the end. Mm. It's only the beginning. They should never, never, never give up on God. They should never, never give up on their dream. Because you know where I am today. I wish somebody spoke to me during that gap year. Mm. Because I felt because I felt like even hiding myself, you know how it is in the township. They know like they know they've seen you in the newspaper, you passed well. Now they see you again February, March, you are still here in April. They want to ask you why didn't you go to school? Didn't you pass? What whatever. Number one, you don't owe anybody any explanation. Yeah. Keep on at it, keep on to your dream. Because God is there with you and god is going to assist you you know they should just trust god whether the challenge is money whether the challenge um is is whatever the challenge is if they find themselves that they are do something in this year you know what i did ne? Mm. I enrolled in Singolanyana course. I think it was a three-month or four-month course. It was about public speaking. Mm. I just did it. It had nothing to do with the career I wanted to take. Look at God now. Mm. I'm not struggling when I stand in front of people. Because of the lessons that I got, God knew that I would. if if immediately after school, after matric, I was accepted, I had money, I wouldn't have an opportunity to pause mm. and, with, and sit down for four months and be trained on how to speak. Mm. So... Mm. Everything happens for a reason. It's still in the plan. They should just have a positive attitude and know that it's not the end. It's just the beginning of greater things, and they shouldn't lose their dream. Remember with Joseph, mm. when he was in, in, in the pit, it was like a pause. Like, what is going on? I have this dream. I'm supposed to be a, a ruler. I'm supposed. These people are supposed to be bowing before me. And after that, he was sold. He, he was sold to, to slavery. After that, he went to the to the. um to the prison, Mm. but still he never left, he never left his dream, he never lost his dream, he kept his dream alive, you alone as a young person can keep your dream alive, not your parents, not your peers, you alone, depending on God, saying, this dream that I have, God has given this dream to me, whether money I have today or I don't, God will make a way to next year again, I'm going to apply and it will happen. God is not a disappointing God. He's Mm. a God.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, We have to take a quick music break in a bit, but I want to ask you, you have been through the loss of your marriage. You've been through Mm -hmm. the loss of a loved one. What are some of the, I would say, three vital steps to healing from loss that you Mm -hmm. can share with our listeners today? You know, the first
1: one is um, the ability to accept that have lost. Because sometimes people live in denial for a long time and it derails you in life and you lose a lot of time because you don't want to accept. Like, for instance, if you have lost a person through whether divorce Oh, you've lost a person through a death. You should Mm. accept that. I know that it's not easy, but accept that this thing is gone. You're not going to see it again. So how do I move? And when you accept it, uh, it leads you to the second step. Which is letting go? Mm. Because if you don't let go, you will live in the past. Even today, you are living twenty years ago. If somebody hurt you twenty years ago, you are still bitter. You are still feeling. You are still feeling the same feelings that you had. You 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 are still uh, not going forward. You need to let go of the past. Let go of the head. And another step, you need to forgive. Mm. Not only forgive the perpetrator if somebody has done you wrong, because sometimes you don't have control over what that person does the person might not even come back and apologize you need to learn to release people even Mm. if they have not apologized because you're not doing it for them you are doing it for yourself for you to go that's why you know why jesus the first word when jesus was on the cross we're going to the easter now jesus said forgive them because they don't know what they are doing Mm. those people were still mocking jesus but jesus was releasing them he was still feeling pain on the cross sometimes you feel that you are still going through pain. Mm. But once you start to release people, I tell
0: you, you are going to go forward. Mm, Absolutely. I think that's valuable advice there from our guest today. Her name is Vivian Cynthia, powerful woman of God, as you can hear. And after this, we talk about her brand new book. And I also want to find out how does she balance it all? Ministry, family, and we also heard her career right there. Now, here's Alty Tivani featuring Bishop Benjamin Dube with He Did It All. That was Al Tivani featuring Bishop Benjamin Dube with He Did It All. You are still tuned to Radio Pulpit and Radio Cape Pulpit. My name is Jenna Lee Belong and our guest here on Elevator today is Vivian Cynthia. I don't know about you, but I've been enjoying uh, this woman of God today. Just listening to some of the wisdom that is welling up from within you. Vivian is incredible. And you mentioned earlier that not a lot of people know that you're actually a director at a government department. You are a minister of the word. You are an author. You are a mother. How do you balance it all? How do you make time for it all? (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, you know because sometimes when you try to do it on your own with your own strength you will never be able to make it in all these things my balance is still god mm-hmm. because i know that it is it is god who has given me the passion to speak about his word it is him as well who has given me the passion to write and also has given me work so that i can be able to support myself but all these things for me they are linked to passion I am passionate with what I do. Mm. There's nothing that is making to say at work. I'm not excellent. Maybe I'm not a good mom. It's because I'm passionate. I see all of these things as if they they are a calling. Mm. And the Bible says when we do anything, we need to do it excellently with all of our hearts and all of our might, as if you are doing it to the Lord. When you are serving at work, serve as if you are not serving your boss or your clients, but you are doing it as if you are doing it and you are representing God, you are an ambassador. Mm. Even at work, not at work, at at home, if you are a mom, if you are married, it's not about your husband or your kids it's about you being a a steward of the things that god has entrusted you so you need to be faithful and also with writing you know um i i'm not a person who sleep early Mm. i sleep very late so i use my time profitably we all have got 24 hours Mm. but you sleep you you need to to be able to identify what are your time wasters for me Mm. initially i've seen a lot of books it was tv the series Mm. After filming yes. and whatever. Yes, we need to balance our time and say this is a time waster. Being on 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 the on Netflix all the time, I'm not saying don't watch, you will watch, but balance your time. I have it to do this every day and every week and every month. And then after that, you need to take to say, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, this is outstanding. I need to prioritize this. Mm. For me, that's the that's the way the balance is, is also time management. The balance. And prayer, you know, prayer makes things easy. Sometimes you might say, because I need to finish this chapter when I'm writing, maybe I need to cut off my time of prayer. The more time I spend in prayer, the
0: more I'm I'm, I'm
1: productive. Mm.
0: Mm, That is so, so true. I can testify to that. And it's almost as if you just can't get things done if you didn't pray. It's like the Holy Spirit is not flowing through you. And he is such a key player in accomplishing anything. What is one of the most recent things that God has done for you? Where by when you look back, you can say, honestly, this can only be God.
1: Hmm. They are a lot, you know. You know every day you know God surprises me. God is so good, He answers prayer sometimes not in our own time, in His own time. God has done a lot of things for me. you know uh with let me say with my daughter, um I've been praying that when she goes to university, God should help us financially God has been we are not owing the university, yeah. and that is a a, a a a praise item for me. And my daughter is, is just the, the ideal daughter. Sometimes when I speak about her, people think I'm lying. Mm. That That is a prayer, it's an answered prayer for me. You know when you, you are now about, you've been married, even while the child is still young, but now you're going to be venturing into being a single mom, mm. you've got fear. You've got challenges. You say, Lord, why, how am I going to do this? And sometimes as a woman, you might be tempted to get married soon again so that this void can be filled. Mm. I said, Lord, you know what is best? for me, so that I can be able to be a good mom. And, you know, the way my child has been growing, I'm forever grateful. My child is independent, thriving. Like, she loves the Lord. That's the greatest thing that the
0: Lord has done for me. Mm, Beautiful, beautiful. Um, She sounds like an incredible young woman. When you look (laughs) at her, what would your biggest advice be for her uh, on her journey into purpose as well maybe our listeners can also grab something from there today you know what i would say to her and what i
1: usually say to her number one is the issue of god there's nothing that she, she can accomplish in life without having a relationship with god even if i can i tell her even if i can um, achieve a lot of things but if i haven't passed on the baiting to you to be a woman of God, to be a woman of prayer, mm-hmm. I would have failed. That's the biggest thing that I say to her. And also for her to be herself. Mm-hmm. Because if you know who you are in Christ, you know your identity as a, a as a young girl, you know who you are, nothing can sway you. You know the, the times that we are living in, there's a lot of peer pressure, there's promiscuities, there's a, a lot of drugs, and a lot of things that uh, people uh, can swayed into, especially young girls. But if she knows who she is, what is the and then once you know who you are, she has to find what is her purpose. Why mm. she's here? She's not here just to go to school and come back. Mm. Finding out what is what are her interest, interest. How do those interests link to what God wants her to to fulfill? And then she would put more effort on bettering herself and becoming the person that God wants her to become. Nothing will be able to even when I'm not there anymore in her life or in this world. She'll be able to
0: survive because she's got those principles. Mm. Uh, now let's get to your new book, Remember Me, Never Forgotten, uh-huh. Never Written Off. I think the title in itself already gives uh, listeners a view into what to mm-hmm. expect when they read this book. But if you had to give us a synopsis, why this book and what is in this book, what would, it, what would you say? You know, what I
1: would say is that this book now, it it, it's been an inspiration to me as i was writing it i i started writing this book now when we are on lockdown it was april 2020. when i wrote this book i felt as if i'm locked in i'm forgot god has forgotten the world Mm. but god was showing me to say i have not forgotten you i am god i never forget you know he he is god who never forgets us like this journey of life it's very eventful sometimes we go through things that makes us think that we are forgotten. We go through a, 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 a things that, that makes us feel that like we are boxed in. And when we are boxed in, then we think that even the God that we serve is in a box. Mm. He is not in a box. We have made God so small, like a tiny thing that we can just control. He cannot. God is big. Yes. God is very big and he's not like men he's not like we've dealt with human beings who have promised us things and then forgotten not because they didn't want to fulfill their promises but because they are human but god is not human he never forgets he knows things from eternity past he knows things that are happening now he's going to know things that are going to happen and when he he promises us that like like this this book It mm. is uh, uh, on, on the premise of the the cross as well. When that other uh, thief said to, to Jesus, Lord, please remember me. Yes. The answer that Jesus gave, it comforted me. Jesus didn't say, hey, I'm also busy with my cross here. Mm. I'm also on a purpose. Can't you see? I, I'll I'll deal with this after. But immediately, God didn't. Jesus didn't even judge him to say, but you are a sinner. You've been mocking me like the other. But immediately, mm. Jesus turns to him and says, Today, like today, just mm. today, I will be with you mm. in, in my kingdom. today." So whoever is going through anything, just look up to Christ, who understands the crosses that we have been crucified on in this earth, and say, Lord, just one life." Lord, remember you. Remember me. Mm. And I promise you that the same Jesus who said to that guy, I, I, today, i will be with you he will be with you no matter what you are going through yes no matter how certain that you feel you are this book that i wrote just got 15 chapters so in each chapter i look at how god remembered a certain individual and take lessons from there like for instance in the first chapter i say god remembers because he remembered noah remember Mm. god remembers noah Mm. that's just a chapter yes and another one is um God remembers his promise in times of our uncertainty. Mm. How uncertain was Joseph throughout his life? Even when he thought, okay, now God is going to remember me because this guy said he's going to remember me when he goes to Pharaoh. Two years passed, he was forgotten. Mm. In, in that uncertainty, in our waiting period, how difficult it is to wait for something. But God still remembers us. Yeah. God remembers us in our disappointments. There's mm. another chapter. He remembers us in our self-esteem issues like it's a Lord that is in the book like he, he there's a chapter that is saying that is in from the book of isaiah god has engraved you in the palm of his hand mm. how can he remember you and also he he he's like a mother who never forgets that his his, his his children so if you feel You are rejected because God has forgotten about you. You need to get this book to get assurance that He is God who never forgets, He remembers all the time. Even if you find yourself in a situation where you feel like, Ah, I'm written off, I have a book, I have a chapter that talks to the book of Samson, where Samson was was the one who was at fault. But God remembered Samson at the last hour when God said, When he, he prayed to God and said, for the last time, let me just pull these pillars. God can do that for you as yes. well. So it's just a, a lot in this book. God remembers us in our hopelessness. There's a shatter that talks about that. And also God remembers us when we are overlooked and forgotten. Like David. Remember David was forgotten by his own father. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be anointed to be king. But the father forgot and said, no, these are the ones. Because he did not look the part. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you don't look the part, people will overlook you. But not God. God will make sure that they go to fetch you in obscurity wherever you are to bring you so that you do what God has called you to do.
0: So, and also
1: I, I close the book by saying.
0: God remembers even tough promises because he's
1: a covenant keeping God.
0: Yes, and I think that our listeners um, have already received so much. We've run out of time, but I want you to just please give the contact details where we can get this book, where we can contact you as a speaker, where we can support you. Vivian, Cynthia, where do we find you? Very quickly. I'm all in
1: all the social media spaces. I'm on Facebook. I've got a page that says Bounce Back. I've also have a personal page, uh, Vivian Cynthia. I'm also on Instagram, and uh, they can also email me. My email address is VivianCynthia86
0: at gmail.com there you have it i'll give all those details to you again in case you missed it right after this music break vivian cynthia god bless you i enjoyed it so much today i think there's much more we could have covered and i hope to speak to you again soon listeners get that book and go and follow her on social media thank you so much god bless you
1: thank you so much for having me thank you